This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. We've just been hearing from businesses that are in jeopardy because of the pandemic. They are shuttering their doors or at least parts of their businesses to comply with safety rules, and many are in danger of losing their livelihoods. Those rules apparently do not apply to the TTC. Yesterday, a transit rider tweeted out a picture with of a crowded bus with a very obvious question. How are we supposed to socially distance here? Well, let me read the answer from the TTC. Quote, as the city reopens, social distancing will no longer be possible on our vehicles. As such, if you feel that a vehicle you are on is overcrowded, I would suggest getting off and boarding the next one. What do you think of that response? Taxpayer-funded TTC. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And now I'm joined by TTC spokesperson Stuart Green. Hi, Stuart. Hi, Libby. Good to be with you. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. Um, that's quite the response from the TTC. Yeah, so, you know, a couple of things about that. I mean, we acknowledge that was a poorly worded uh, response. Um, and we've reminded our uh, our customer service staff about you know the the fact that we have a lot of people on buses right now who are feeling uh, you know they're, they're feeling uncomfortable when when the bus starts to to fill up. So um, we need to be a bit more sensitive in how we respond. And, and, and you know we apologize for the way that came across because it, it's it wasn't meant to be insensitive. But um, it, it also sort of go, goes back to a point in time where uh, you know as as early as as late spring we were you know we had been messaging to people that. You know, the reality is that public transit is is planned in such a way uh, that it's meant to be busy, it's meant to be crowded, and that physical distancing on a bus would not always be possible at all times simply because that would mean limiting bus rides to six people, um, and we don't have enough buses to do that. So, um, you know, part of our approach has been, of course, to, to you know, require mask wearing, to clean our vehicles many times a day, to give away masks, to have hand sanitizer available, all those things that make the system safer. So um, that's really our approach to, to you know, uh, getting people on buses when, uh, when it would be physical. Why are, why are drivers letting on a bus, uh, people, that many people on a bus so that it ends up being crowded. Well, so so I mean, you know, the definition of crowd. I just want to start with the definition of crowded because you know, crowding uh, in a, in a normal time on public transit, in particular with our buses, would be fifty people, five zero. Uh, right now, what we're trying to do is limit buses to at the most twenty five people, uh, and appreciating that that you know that still is a busy bus. Um, we know that right now about ninety two percent of all bus trips have fewer than 25 people, so that's less than half full. That's good news, but we still have a lot of work to do, which is why we deploy extra service in areas where, where it's busy. So what the operators can do, so we, we get, so a couple of things about how we monitor that. Uh, we have, uh, we have a technology called automatic passenger counts. And what that does is it allows us to see in real time at our transit control center how many people are on every single bus. 
And in the busiest times of day, we have almost 2,000 buses on the road. We can look at all those buses and we can see where the busiest buses are. Um, and we know when, when they're getting full. We also have the ability, if, if, a, if an operator calls into transit control and says, you know, look, I, my bus is getting full. I, you know, I don't think I should be letting any more people on. We'll say, you know, okay, we'll look at the numbers and we can say, okay, you have 25 people on your bus. You know what? For a few stops, just do drop-offs. Don't let anyone else on. Run express. Uh, and only drop off if you need to until you. So you why get that aren't you down. doing that? I mean, we, we are, we are doing that. Well, obviously, uh, your customer service, and that would be a misnomer for this, uh, basically said if you don't like it, lump it, and yeah. and um, people are on crowded buses, and and frankly. Uh, a while back, it seemed you went through quite the public relations exercise to convince people that the TTC was safe. Well, it is It is safe. I want to be very clear about this. You know, the TTC is safe. Toronto Public Health uh, has, has, has agreed with us. There's no, uh, no circumstances or no incidents anywhere in the world where public transit has been linked to an outbreak. That's the good news. That doesn't mean we rest on that, right? We need to maintain that, make sure that it remains safe. Um, so so uh, with, it, with respect to that tweet yesterday uh, and the, the, the suggestion about waiting for another bus, that was in, intended to be for that particular bus route. So on that particular tweet, it was on the Kingston Road 12 route. Uh, the intent, uh, which, again, was, was poorly communicated, was that, you know, there is another bus very nearby if you want to wait for it. We could have worded that one much better. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, thanks so much, Stuart Green. My pleasure, Libby. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to bring in some other voices on this. We've got Shelley Carroll, who is on the TTC board, of course, the councillor for Don Valley North, and Sheila Pisey allen who is the executive director of the TTC Riders Association. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hi, Libby. Okay. Hello. Let us start with Shelley. So uh, what do you make of that? Was it just somebody, you know, misspeaking? Well, no. What it sounded like to me and the reason that I I took the extraordinary step for a commissioner of responding to that and and letting them know my my outrage at that response is that, that that it didn't square with what we were told in the commission less than a month ago. Uh, I moved a motion less than a month ago saying, let's add back any of the laid off operators that are still out there. There are 170 TTC staff members still laid off because we were given a report that told us that, that uh, the bus system is not less than half full. It was, in fact, at that time, 54% full as school was returning. And, and so it's not less than half full. It's getting more and more full. And so I said, let's return the workers because we've got to, to be able to guarantee safe distancing. No one said to me at that time, no, we're, we're making a decision today not to. There will be no more safe distancing. That's not what they said. They said, you know, it is getting full and you're right. We have to ask the province for operating funding. And that's very key. The reason we're in this situation is the TTC does not get the kind of day-to-day operating funding from other orders of government that other major cities get. But they didn't say to us, as of today, there's no more social distancing. And that's what this response seemed to indicate. Uh, Yeah, uh, I think it took a lot of people by surprise. Sheila Pisey Allen, what's your reaction? I think it's um, important to point out that the TTC is not currently running 100% of service. It's not running as much service as it could. And as uh, Commissioner Carroll pointed out, 
Last month, the TTC board and counselors Brad Bradford, Jennifer McKelvey, Denzelman, and Wong voted against bringing back full service. And transit, this is not new. Transit riders have been calling for more service, sharing crowding photos for months. And so what's really insensitive is not just a tweet saying you should wait for the next bus. It's the lack of action from the mayor and from city councillors to do as much as possible um, and bring back as much service as possible. And the other thing that TTC could be doing right now is to fast track more bus lanes so that our buses can move more quickly and serve more riders. And we'd also like to see more mass distributed. People have been uh, for months raising the issue that people are not complying with the mask rule and people don't don't feel safe. Uh, and, I mean, part of the reason they're not at 100%, presumably, Shelley Carroll, is that they're bleeding money and losing up to, I think, $20 million a week. So should they just bring back 100% of service, no matter what the cost? Well, it is true that, that we are losing money. We lose money when we lose ridership. And what we have to do is look at, at not just the now, but how are we going to, to rebuild faith in the system and rebuild ridership as we move back out of the pandemic? Well, this, we're losing faith now because uh, people are, are, are not comfortable on the system. And the question is, will they return to the system afterwards? So there are two fronts we have to fight on. And one of them we already are. The mayor and the, the CEO have announced adding some bus lanes. The, that's a that's a difficult endeavor. They're doing it as fast as they can. We have, in fact, ordered new buses, and and they're doing a lot of work on the bus network right now. But they're playing inside the box that we're in with what limited fare dollars we have and what limited property tax we can put into the system. That's entirely the wrong uh, uh, tax pot to be taking this money out of. We're a government that can't run a deficit, and so. What we need is a much louder and much more vigorous fight to make the other governments understand that what has always, since 1995, shortchanged this transit system, and it's it's sharply uh, uh, demonstrated by this pandemic, is that we require day-to-day operating contributions from other orders of government, just as Montreal gets and Calgary and Edmonton and Vancouver. We need that from our provincial government so that a system like this can respond in a crisis. Yes, there's a loss of funds, but we can't put that on our books as a deficit. Okay. And other uh, order of government can. Okay. Uh, let's hear from Diane in Riverdale. Hi, Diane. Hi there. Thank you for taking my call. I can uh, relate to a lot that was said. Um, I am 71. I'm a senior. Um, I'm in reasonably good shape. I don't have a walker or a cane, but when, you know, when I get on one of these buses, you know, all this talk about social distancing, and I get on a bus and with my shopping buggy, and there's other people, of course, they have their shopping buggies, and you get parents with kids with in strollers the size of Cadillacs. It's, it's very, very hard to maneuver around, and I have a... Uh, my balance isn't as good as it used to be, so I'd like to get into a seat, and it is punishing sometimes, and um, I actually... I don't know. I, I'm upset, because they talk about social distancing, and sometimes we're no more than three inches apart. And I hope something can be done to improve that. Do you feel safe going on the TTC? Are you looking for an alternative? Well, I still have, you know, I do my own shopping. I run my own errands. And I'm not not saying I'm out every day. But, um, you know, um, I don't have the balance I did when I was younger. 
And, you know, when the bus comes to a stop, all of a sudden I can flip over and either hurt myself or hurt someone else. And I actually, you know, have sometimes gotten off a bus to get onto another one because I'm somewhat claustrophobic. And as I said, we're, you know, we're almost back to back, belly to belly situation there. It's not comfortable. So bravo to this caller. This is, this is what we hope is that the bus network above all else out in, in the, the, the inner suburbs of Toronto and beyond is able to, to deal with not only the folks going to work, but the thing that makes it real bread and butter is that people are riding it all day and choosing this alternative over cars. And for many people, they've changed their lifestyle such that they don't even own the car anymore. They, they need to be able to rely on this system. And that means that this is one of those things that, that we have to keep running, even though it's difficult to do. It may be at a deficit during a pandemic because it, it, it is this woman's wheels. This is her way of getting through life on essential trips. Right. But, uh, if she's, if she's a senior doing her shopping, I'm sure she wants to be more than three inches away from people, even if they're wearing masks. Thank yeah, so you very did much. A really good job with that at the beginning of the pandemic. And, and we need to get back to that. Thank you, uh, Diane, for that call. I'm looking at the clock. We are running out of time. Uh, Sheila Pizzi Allen, uh, what's your message? What do you say to people who say, hey, uh, I'm not sure things are safe if that's a situation where you can't socially distance on a bus? Well, definitely the message is to wear a mask. Um, but just like the caller, you know, people don't have the option to wait for the next bus if it's crowded because they're essential workers or they're getting their groceries. And so what we need is for the mayor and city council to bring back as much service as possible to fast track bus lanes. But we also do need permanent transit funding from Premier Ford and Justin Trudeau so that we can get out of this mess and, and make sure we can run enough service. And Shelley Carroll, in the meantime, before all these have things happening, it always comes uh, down to money from another level of government. But what, what do you want to tell people like Diane or call her? Well, I, you know, I congratulate her and I hope she will continue to, to ride the transit system and that riders will remember that you've got to be courteous about everyone getting on the bus because they're all trying to do what you're doing. Use the transit system to live their lives. But, uh, we really are right now only asking those other orders of government. We're asking for the same thing any other major city in North America has. And that is support from the other orders of government for the day-to-day operation of a safe system. Okay. That is all the time we have. Thank you, Shelley Carroll and Sheila Pizzi Allen. Appreciate your time. And people, if we couldn't get to your call, Free For All Friday is coming up. And that's all the time we have for today. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.